Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Step two. Step two is the qualification stage. Now this is huge. This is where a lot of people really drop the ball or misunderstand things. Because I tell you, I've worked with hundreds of students, uh, real estate investing, Jay, and a lot of times the, the brand new people come out and they say, how, they ask me, how do I convince someone to sell away their house with owner financing? How do I convince them to do this? And I say, whoa, whoa, whoa there, Bubba. You're not going to convince anybody of anything. You've got to qualify them to see if it's going to be a good fit for our solution. Because if it's not, it's just going to be uh, beating your head against the wall and it's not a good fit. It's like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. We got to be the professional in the room to find out what their situation is and how they qualify for which of our solutions. And by the way, if we start in by saying, hey, let me tell you about all the great ways that we buy houses. Let me give you a seminar. Let me tell you about owner financing, lease purchase, subject to all this stuff. I mean, oh my God, are you kidding me? What better way to blow yourself out of the water, shoot yourself in the foot, and put your foot in your mouth all, in the same, all at the same time than by doing something like that? We are the professionals. We are the ones who are qualifying them, not the other way around. And I know you know the answer to this, Jay. I'm just going to ask it for fun anyway. Who is in control of a conversation? The one who asks the questions. Damn, baby, exactly. You are as smart as you are, handsome. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and but here's the thing. You know, it's such a cliche, but I'm sorry. Cliches are cliches because most of the time they're the truth. But the old cliche is nobody cares what you know until they know how much you care. And, yep. if you're, and, if it, and there's an art, really, to questioning people back to without it coming across as an interrogation. Like, you know, one thing I do, Tony, just to emphasize your point, is like when I'm talking with a seller, 
of a property. And, you know, we have this thing called the property lead sheet, right? Where we're getting all the information about the property. Well, the way a lot of property lead sheets are laid out, you got their name at the top, you got their contact information, you've got their asking price, you've got what it's worth according to your realtor or whatever your source is. And then boom, you go straight into the mortgage information. Wrong. So to build rapport, what I do, and I want to hear what you do, and I know we got to get on into this, finish up the pre-qualifying stage and on to step number three. But one thing I do is I, after framing the reason I'm calling them and stating why it is I'm calling them, I start at the bottom of the, of the property information sheet and I say, hey, tell me about your property and what's going on with your property. Because that's like very non-invasive, non-intrusive kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So that's all back to just making it really, really easy questions and questions that the seller of a property would anticipate for you to ask. I couldn't agree more, Jay. And that's, that's what makes you good at what you do. So I pretty much do the same thing. What I do is, I, I, by the way, I, I could call a seller cold without any information in front of me whatsoever and get everything that I need to know simply by talking to them. However, in the interest of being prepared, it's oftentimes better to have, you can have a sheet in front of you, or at least they're, they're, they're listening or their Zillow page up on in front of you. So what I like to do is, after I've gotten the permission, would you mind if I ask you a few questions? We set the stage for part number two. Part number two is a qualification stage, where we find out what their needs and greeds are, what, they, what their situation is. And one of the most important questions of all is, why the heck are they selling? So what I like to do is, I like to trust but verify. So I confirm the information that I have in front of me. So I say, so I see that this is a three bed, two and a half bath house, about 1,748 square feet. And it looks like it sits on a quarter acre lot of land. And it looks like it's in excellent shape. And uh, is all that correct? Or am I, am I talking about the wrong house here? I'll just say something like that, you know, just to be a little bit different. And usually they'll confirm that all that stuff is correct. The very next thing I like to do is ask, so this looks, this is, oh, this is some great psychology here. I can't believe I'm sharing. You're making me share all my good secrets here, Jay. What's up? So, well, hey, look, I mean, t- you took your filter off. Me and my audience, we want to hear the goods. All right, all right. I like to apply a little bit of fun time psychology. This is what makes it fun for us when we use this, these secrets and these tactics like this. And it just, it just turns things on its head because it makes us different. I like to say, this looks like a beautiful house, Mr. Uh, Mr. whatever the first name is, Frank, for example. Jay, this looks like a beautiful house. Jay, why on earth would you want to sell this place? I'm curious. And then, oh wow, that's an excellent question. So, you want to role play, or you want me to comment on your question? Comment on the question. That was a pseudo. So, what I love about your question when you said this looks like a beautiful house, all right, you're already you're already indirectly complimenting them. Yes. Okay. So you're indirectly complimenting them genuinely. This is looking like a beautiful house. Why in the world would you want to sell this house? That's a so, so just so the audience understands what you're doing. So you're what you're going for is you're going for their hot button. You're going for you want to understand what is their hot button, what is their motivation? Because we know once you uncover what the seller's motivation is then you can keep coming back to that hot button and referencing that you have the solution for whatever that motivating situation is. So when you say to me, wow, this is like a beautiful home, a nice size, you know, not, you know, good area, et cetera. 
why in the world would you want to sell? That's not a question of interrogation. That's a question of curiosity. And so when you come across as a genuinely curious person about what's going on with the other person, people love to answer that kind of question when you frame it like that. You know, Jay, you you said the magic word right there. One of my favorite words is curiosity. Curiosity, they say, killed the cat. But really, in real estate, curiosity will make you deals because it opens the door to a world of possibilities, a world of magic. And once you get, you can let the seller or the person to whom you're speaking feel like you're just curious. You're looking to see the possibilities here. I'm, I'm curious, why, why are you looking to sell this beautiful house? It just opens up things on a whole new way, and it just brings you closer on a subconscious level. So let's give a synonym or two to when you say this second step out of the three is pre-qualification. What's another word or phrase that states what your objective is in step number two? Summers, when you say this is a pre-qualification, you are pre-qualifying the seller for what purpose? Pre-qualifying them to discover what? What's the next step? Okay, well, basically, we're asking the questions we need so that we can find out what their overall situation is. So we move on to step three, because one fits into two, step two fits into three, okay? So we're getting the information that we need in order to segue into the third step. And once we find out what their situation is, what's going on with the house, what their needs and greeds are, and we've gotten them to share their secrets with us, so to speak, about the house, then we can transition to the third part, which is where we, drum roll, Propose and close. Propose and close. So would you say, would you agree that the second step that we call, that you call pre-qualification is identifying their level of motivation? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a big part of it. So so, so you're identifying, so let's bring it home to um, real conversations. So if if we're calling people or someone on our team is calling people that have got their homes at Zillow.com listed, or they're on Craigslist, or they're on for you know FSBO.com for sale by owner.com. The majority of those people have got their homes priced at retail. Correct. Right. We know Correct. the majority of those people we're not going to be able to do business with. You know, as you and I have heard for decades, we're only going to do business with the low-hanging fruit. So this step two, and this is a question, step two in your process is identifying their level of motivation, pre-qualifying to see, does this sound so far like someone we're going to be able to do business with? Absolutely correct. So we can determine that if there's someone we can do business with and what is their level of motivation? What is their, and by the way, a very important distinction here is we've got to understand that we're really probably not going to be able to do business with someone who doesn't have some sort of need, some sort of pain that we can provide the solution for. If someone were to say to you, if you were to ask a seller, Jay, it said, you ask them, why are you selling your house? They say, well, I just thought I'd put it out there and, and see what the market's willing to pay me. You know, if someone's willing to come in and pay me $200,000 more than what it's worth, I might consider it. Are you gonna be able to do business with that person? In all probability not. In all probability not. If, the, if they're being honest and truthful, which a lot of people aren't. So that's why we have to have that rapport with them built. So we can get the truth out of them, of course. There's no pain and there's no need for someone like that. So we're not going to convince them of anything. So we just have to make sure that 
they are being truthful and not screwing around with us and you know having fun at our expense so to speak and once you get good at this you'll be able to get that done uh, and ascertained very quickly so once yeah. we found out if this is the truth it, it's just not really not worth staying on the phone in most cases at that level of conversation with a particular person like that as opposed to someone who we talk to and say why are you selling it this time well I have a job transfer. I'm, I got to be out of here at the end of the month. I've had a bunch of people look at the house. They all love it, but no one's made me an offer. I don't have much equity. I need to be out of here. And I just can't worry about this house. I need, this is my career, my life. I need to be out of here. Can you help me, please? Someone like that, we're probably going to be able to, you know, we're definitely going to be able to do something with that. someone like that. We're getting that house. Okay. Exactly. All right. Step three, propose and close. Yes. Propose and close. This is where we simply take the information that we've discuss with them that they revealed to us and we transition to providing them a solution that would work for them and get them what they need. Now, the way that we do this, what I like to do this is, is different than most people out there, but the way I do it is just very easy and comfortable and it just works. There's no rejection and it's a lot of fun. So I like to pre-frame, okay, prepare and pre-frame the solution by introducing a concept, I like to take baby steps along the path to closing where we want to be. If you say, by the, way, the worst thing that you could do, which is the way a lot of people do it, is they say, uh, well, Mr. Seller, uh, how about I buy your house with owner financing? I mean, come on, that's horrible. Or how about a lease purchase? First of all, <laughs> how many civilian sellers out there understand what the heck a lease purchase or the, all the benefits of an owner financing are? So don't use those terms with people, they just, they're gonna go right over their head. They're gonna feel insulted because they're gonna feel stupid because they don't understand it, or they're gonna feel confused. And as we all know, what does a confused mind say, Jay? A confused mind uh, does nothing. Exactly, does nothing, says no, it says, uh, I gotta go now. <laughs> That's so right. We don't use those words. We use simple, simple, simple third grade language that anyone can understand and say it in a way that makes sense. So. Let's do a quick role play here. I'm going to reveal my secrets on how I like to pre-frame and present the propose and close part. All right. With your kind permission. Okay. So, uh, Jay, based on what you're telling me, I believe I have a couple of really excellent solutions that would work for you and get you exactly what you want out of, out of selling your house in a way that's going to make a lot of sense for you. Would it be all right to share those solutions with you now? Sure. Okay, great. I appreciate that. So, now, I don't know if you'd be interested in this or not, but what if there's a way we could buy your house at a price that works for both of us, gets you what you want, is fair for both of us, also works for us. We can close whenever you're ready. We'll take the house as is so you don't have to do any extra repairs to it. Like I said, we'll close whenever you're ready. So if you need to move a month from now, that's fine. Whatever's good for you. We're very flexible. And we can also do this in a way that is really, really easy transaction. So you don't have to worry about all the hard stuff, having people come through your house and and, and muddy up your carpets and all that stuff, as you had mentioned before. And that way you and your family can move out to San Diego as soon as you're ready. I don't suppose something like that would work for you, would it? No, uh, sounds good so far. Okay, great. And then we transition. So now they're all set up and then we simply transition to what we're going to do with how we structure the deal and close. Now, our mentor, Ron, likes to have the big three or four questions where we talk about in the creative real estate, if we're, if we're talking about that, as opposed to ugly houses and only structuring a deal on price. So we're going to be talking about purchase price, down payment, monthly payment, and then the term. Now, recently we've changed it so that we don't talk about the term until we get out to the house. How long can we get to pay off, uh, to pay you off in full? And by the way, when we're talking about creative real estate, the simple concept here, for those of you who may be new to it, is that we're talking about the seller 
being a little bit of being patient with the time it takes to get fully paid off for the house or to get the loan cashed out or something of this nature, whatever their ultimate solution needs to be. But in the meantime, we can make payments to them or pay their mortgage and have them take back a note for a little while and take full care of the property. It just basically works out to be a delayed cash off with a seller. And on certain circumstances, we can take care of the closing costs. We can help them net more money than if they were to sell it the traditional way with a real estate agent and a lot of other benefits that we just don't have time to get into right now because there's so many. So basically, we want to find out what their hot buttons are and key our solution based on that. It's not a presentation, it's a solution. And then we get to the point where we're asking the questions about what their what would meet their needs as far as price, down payment, and monthly payment, et cetera, okay? So that's how we do it. We don't necessarily pitch them an offer where we say, I'll pay you this for the house. We ask questions. If we could make this a really good transaction, make this close easy for you, what do you think the least you would be able to accept for this house would be? I love uh, how you how you frame or how you led up to what's the least you could take. So st say that one more time, how you led up to What's the least you could take? Jay, if we, if we could do all that we described for you and, and make this a really easy transaction so you and your family can move out to San Diego as soon as you're ready, what, what do you think the least you'd be willing to accept for this house would be? Now, notice the way I asked that, by the way. I didn't just say, what's the least you'll take? I gave a benefit or two or three, and even better, made a customized benefit, which again was discovered in the qualification stage based on what they told us. And then we share that in the solution when we asked that question. Now they're thinking, wow, all those benefits, all those benefits, yeah, maybe I can be a little bit flexible with my price and they're hopefully gonna come down with it. And then whatever price they come up with, what's the next question we always ask after that? What did Ron teach us to always ask, Jay? I believe the question was, is that the best you can do? Boom, exactly. Is that the best you can do? But the way we ask that, we gotta, we gotta inject this one more thing here. We don't just wanna say, is that the best you can do? We wanna, all right, name a price. Jay, if we could do that, what's the least you could take? Let's role play, what's the least you could take? Well, the least I can take is one hundred ninety thousand. Mm. Is um, is that the best you can do? I love it. I love <laughs> I, it. I gotta I gotta bite my tongue to keep from smiling there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at least me as a seller, I knew you were thinking about it, right? And you right. were considering it, and you were considering it. <laughs> And because I paused before I asked that question, I knew you were thinking about lowering your price. Exactly. I love it, Tony. So that your th so your three magical steps in this communication process is step number one, introduction, stating your objective, and framing the call as to where you're going to go. Right. Step two is the pre-qualification process. And step number three is propose and close. I love that's, it. Yes, that's what I call it. All I can say is all we've done now is just set a really good stage for having you back on my show. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Tony, we are out of time here on this show, but I know we've got some audience members that would love to continue conversation with you. So uh, how can folks get in contact with you? And Or rather, I know how they can get in contact with you because before we started the show, I got a special URL put together to where they can actually schedule a call with you. And we'll give that out right now. And I'll give it out again here in just a moment. So folks, if you would like to continue the conversation one-on-one -on -one with Mr. Tony Pearl, I'm going to give out the website, which is www. And we'll put it right here, www 
jconnor, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash Tony, T-O-N-Y. But before we get that out again, Tony, why would someone want to schedule? They go to that link and they see your calendar. They can schedule a one-on-one call with you. Why would they want to do that? Thank you, Jay. I appreciate that. As a way of giving back, as a way of real estate, this business, and everything I've been working and studying on these past many years have been such a blessing to me. Such a blessing. I'm taking my lovely uh, lovely wifey here to go to Cancun for a week uh, vacation. Going to be out on the beach, beautiful five-star resort, all-inclusive. So that's one of the things. I'm also going on a cruise here shortly for my 50th birthday. See the touch of gray in my beard here? I see. Uh, you, you missed <laughs> so, a spot. I missed a spot? Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm going to have to pluck some more gray hairs out. But anyway, <laughs> this business has been so great to me, Jay. And I tell you, as a way of giving back, what I'd like to do is offer a free 15-minute uh, chance to talk to people, your listeners, and see what I can do to help them out with their business and just give back. And I've, I've become, I'm a mentor, as we know, for many years now. And I've become pretty kind of good, kind of good at, uh, at spotting where the, the bottlenecks are and where people are having challenges and being able to figure out what they need to do to move past that and do better for themselves, make money, do deals, and just live life uh, on, on their terms. So that's what I'm doing. I'm giving, offering a, a free 15-minute quick consultation. No pressure, no obligation. I just really want to connect with people and see how I can help. I love it. All right, folks. For those of you that want to connect one-on-one with Tony and continue the conversation and let him help you out, www.jconner.com. Tony, T-O-N-Y. My friend, Tony, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on the show today, and I look forward to having you back. Pleasure's all mine, Jake. Thank you so much for having me. This is what an honor to be spending this time with you, my friend. All right. Okay, folks, thanks for joining in. I'm Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority. Here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level. We'll see you on the next show. Bye-bye.